0: Hey guys,
1: thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Just wanted to let you know that one of the best tournaments we've run thus far is premiering on the JM Warehouse YouTube channel. One inning league roulette. Quick games, lots of action. One team doesn't make the postseason, one team doesn't get drafted, hearts get broken, heroes get made. Make sure you tune in and join us in the live chat. JM Warehouse YouTube channel. Game premiere at 6 o'clock. Thanks. Today is February 14th. Spring training is underway. Pitchers and catchers are reporting, but today we're talking about trade history. 2017 until that last year. Let's recap. Let's find winners and losers. Let's do it. Talking with old John Boy. John Boy Recaps galore. Weekly award.
0: yanks
1: hello and welcome to talking yanks episode number 845 my name is Jimmy Jake is usually with me he's not here today he took off this morning or last night this morning I believe. For Saint Lucia, where he is getting married to his sweet effervescent Jessica, is that how the words he usually uses? Those are usually it might be, be another he changes,
2: one. He changes it up a little bit. Those yeah. are usually in the in the in the realm.
1: So it's me and BBD today. This episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. They've got the hookup for you. If you use code Yanks, you can get twenty dollars off your first purchase at SeatGeek. There's twenty dollars off your first purchase with promo code Yanks. You can click the link in the description or download the app to use it. They uh, have tickets to more than 70,000 events every single day. That's insane. That's a logistics nightmare. Over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. It's super easy to use. We use it when we go to games, and so should you, and get $20 off with Yanks. All right, so Producer BBD has an episode planned for us today. I'm excited to do it. Uh, A little reflection and also, I think not only reflection. I want to take notes from this about if there's a theme of the Yankees usually trade X guy.
2: Yeah. Or has there been like a a shift in the last how yeah many years? Will this
1: help us identify 2023 trade prospects that might be on the move in the Who way they're shipping? Yeah. And then how many times the same team comes up and all that? So that's what we're doing today. We are recapping old trades from 2017 to 2022. The fun part is Talking Yanks existed. Like, I remember uh, when it was just a hobby, I did, like, solo episodes during the deadline with Sonny Gray. I was just like, trade him, trade him, trade him. I think I did a video of, like, every three hours, I just brought my mic everywhere I went with me and just revealed my thoughts. And the actual Sunny Gray trade happened while I was at the beach in New Jersey, and I had my mic in a Ziploc bag, and I recorded it, instant reaction. The- <laughs> I was like, this is going to be my career, and I'm going to do it. So I brought my mic everywhere and did Sonny Gray trade. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know because we're going to try and gauge what our initial reaction was, but it's on air.
2: Yeah, you, you can go correct us if...
1: That's not where you thought. You liked the trade. It's like, okay, well, shit. Um, my bad. We're going to start in 2017. In 2017, was a super interesting year in Yankees fandom anyway because it was the first year, collectively, as Yankees fans, we were like all right, our goal isn't to win. It's not World Series or bust. First year of my life ever going into spring training being like it's not World Series or bust. There's no chance. We're going to let the kids play. We're going to see what we got. We traded guys in 2016. Gary was coming up. You had Judge. You had um, Bird. You had all these young guys. Let's see what they're doing. Monty made the opening rotation out of nowhere. Sevi was at spring training. You didn't even know if he was going to be a starter or a reliever because he had been a reliever in 2016, yeah, I he, believe.
2: Because he came up 2015 was good. 2016, he struggled out the gate. They sent him down, brought him back as a reliever, and he yeah. kind of figured something out, but he yeah. wasn't a lock.
1: Yeah. Their bullpen was supposed to be really good in spring training with Clippard and Warren. And you look at it now, I'm like, that was it. And then uh, also Batansis and Chapman. Yeah. But Chapman like, came uh, back. Yes. Um, it was 2017 was the debut of Chad Green, Came out of nowhere and was really good. Monty came out of nowhere and was really good. You had Seve uh, established himself as a dominant pitcher in the league. And then, obviously, Judge was the main story. But I think those other three kind of get slipped because of Judge being so amazing. Gary had a good year, I believe. So, yeah, 2017 was wild. And all of a sudden, at the deadline, instead of trading Holiday, trading Carter, trading all the one-year deals you thought they were going to trade... Um, to contenders to get prospects. The Yankees were trading for help, but their window was still just opening. So they didn't want true rentals. They wanted big trades.
2: It was like investments.
1: Yes. So let's go straight to 2017 and look at some of them. I mean, in the off season, they traded. Oh no. So this, this is December 12th, 2018. This or, Oh no. That, okay. Okay. Everything is bottom up on the sheet. Yes. All right, so during the season, Sonny Gray was the first trade. I don't think so, but I we can skip the rest because I think he's, uh, Jamie... He's the one I want to talk about the most, I think. Jamie Gar- Jaime Garcia was the first trade, I believe. Um, yeah, they got him beginning of that month. Yeah, and he just was spiking balls, and Gary couldn't block him at all. Yeah. But Sonny Gray was the biggest trade. So what we're going to do is break down this Sonny Gray trade, how we feel about it now. The Yankees acquired Sonny Gray. Uh, he had a three years left on his contract. Yes, let me pull this up. I think I'm in the wrong spot for this trade. Or am I not?
2: He was. At, I think he was two and a half. Yeah, at the time of the trade.
1: Yeah. So that year, and two and a half more. And Oakland received in return for Sonny Gray, Dustin Fowler, center fielder, Jorge Mateo, shortstop, and James Caprellian, starting pitcher. Kind of not like. In a way, a Hall prospect ranking-wise.
2: Three top 100 guys at the the time of the trade.
1: Before the 2017 season, Jorge Mateo was a 21-year-old shortstop, top 100 prospect in baseball. I'm looking at Fangraph's ranking. You had Fowler was number 87, also top 100, center fielder. So you had shortstop and center fielder, positions that go other places. And Caprellian was ranked 43 overall he yeah. was coming off injury and all that but they had
2: he, he had just had an uh i don't know if it's another tommy john or, or he just had tommy john at the beginning of the year so he was in recovery for that dustin fowler beginning of the month had gotten hurt and that was sad yeah, that was really sad it was yeah you, june july yeah. he got hurt
1: top of the first in uh Chicago against the yes. White Sox ran into the wall. It was maybe it was top of the second because he was going to lead off the third, and then he never got his first big league at bat because he ran into the yeah it wall. Been,
2: or was it was the bottom of the first, and they he was batting sixth, and five guys batted in the first. Something
1: well it wouldn't be bottom because they were the away well the team. White
2: Sox were batting.
1: You're right. It would be bottom. Silly me. Uh, but so, that was sad.
2: but he was, but two of these guys were recovering from major injuries at the time.
1: Yeah, and very talented. And I do remember Caprillion people didn't have a a clue about. Yankee fandom in 2017 was wild because it was the first time they were going to do the kids things and there was a lot of fans out there, especially that I was engaging with on Twitter that were like more into prospects than the Yankees, which was really a bizarre conversation for me to have with people. They were like more into minor league players than winning the current season, which I guess is a lot of, it was just, I was kind of twisted up about some of the conversation we have because they were super upset about this. And I think in the end, obviously Sonny Gray did not work out. He, yeah.
2: It certainly didn't work out on the Yankees end, but on the whole, I'm not, I don't think it worked out for Oakland really.
1: Now you got Caprellian now who we met and he was awesome and he's got a cool story. Really good dude. Yeah, and he's um, pitching, right?
2: Yeah, he's like fully part of the rotation the last two years.
1: 4-2 ERA. He's had some really good games. He's had some shorter starts, I believe. He is pitching in the big leagues, and a starting pitcher is valuable. Would he be in the Yankees starting rotation? I have no idea if he stayed. Would the yeah. Yankees ever have had time to...
2: If he lasted in the Yankees organization, like he was their first round pick at one point, they probably, he would have gotten a lot of chances for sure. Yeah. But ultimately he doesn't even, he didn't even debut till 26. Like it took a while to get him going. And it, like a great guy. It hasn't yeah. lit the world on fire since. I don't, I don't think the Yankees have been burned by any of these guys.
1: And initial thoughts when this trade went down and you can go find, I think I was excited. I was like, finally. Because this was a trade that wasn't a surprise. It was like two weeks in the making. The Yankees are going to trade for Sonny Gray. They need a pitcher with years of control. There was only, potential. in 2017, there was only five teams competing for the World Series that were like buyers in 2017. It was, it, was, and the Yankees weren't even supposed to be. It was, um, what do you even call it? Um, Tank, like, League. Yeah. It was the bad. He was
2: starting to like take over.
1: It was bad. So there weren't that many buyers and and the A's were getting rid of Sonny. So you knew what was gonna yeah. the, the like it was going to happen. I like
2: specialty has been sneaking up on you with a trade. And this was one of the few ones where it's like, no, for weeks, they were talking about getting this guy and everyone was looking for the Sonny gray trade and it happened.
1: Yeah. So
2: two years removed from a Cy Young looks like the year between Cy Young third place finish. Uh, and. The year between looks like he was injured. It's a short year, yeah. And, uh, and he had, he had regained his form with Oakland, so it was it was very exciting.
1: Yeah, I was in on it. And then Sonny pitched, and then he was good at home. He was bad on the road. And way. good on the road. Good on the road. Bad at home. Was he decent in twenty seventeen? Twenty
2: seventeen. His- the numbers are almost exactly the same, but by, by ERA plus, it's the exact same as it was in Oakland the first half of the year. Which people kind of forget. He was
1: he Oh, I remember I remember hit. doing that after twenty seventeen. People were like out on Sonny, like he's not who we traded for. Cause you trade the guy for that. He's supposed to come really be a dude. And I remember doing his game log and being like six innings pitch, two and run runs, six innings pitch, two or run runs, six innings pitch, two and run runs, five innings pitch, two and run runs, seven innings pitch, one on run. Like Sonny's first five starts were really good in twenty seventeen post trade. Mm-hmm. Um really good. Now they lost three of those five games, but his starts were good. And they, then they
2: just weren't. Outside. They had that one seven inning game that was great, but none of them were obviously the yeah like an ace start. Sure,
1: but yeah, but six innings, two earned in runs, you'd take that.
2: You take that, and he he at the time had not gotten blown up. Like yeah, that was fine. They they weren't numbers you brag about, and you and I think people wanted him to be like the number one after the trade, and yeah, so that was what the mindset of the fan base was
1: up until his last start as a Yankee. So his first 10 starts, he had a three, one, two ERA. The FIP was through the roof. Four, three, nine. It's not through the roof, but it's pretty high.
2: Yeah. I guess he got bailed out by
1: bailed out a lot.
2: He's getting guys were getting on base for against him. But
1: yeah, now the Yankees lost a lot of his starts. So the feeling's icky, but yeah, he had, he went eight innings pitch, two earned runs against Tampa. So, I remember going in 2018 being like, hey, this dude had some good starts. He had two starts that really ballooned his ERA as a Yankee. 2018, it, they were right. I was wrong. It was just like, this is not a good match. He also had a good outing against Houston at home. He went five innings pitch, gave up one hit, one earned run in the postseason. That's a complete blip. Like, I don't remember that at all. Do you remember that?
2: I... I thought his start in Cleveland was better. I remember that 2018 season talking about how he had a good playoff start. And I thought in my head it was the Cleveland start. He was bad in the Cleveland one, game one. This was the start
1: where the Yankees came back to win it in the eighth, the Gary Sanchez double, four runs in the eighth inning.
2: Yes. Wow. Or was that game? He started game four. It looks like six, four final. I think that is that game.
1: Yes. Um, Robertson came in in and gave up a double. Uh, a three-run double in the sixth, uh, but Sonny had been good five-point, whatever. And one of those runners reached on uh, catcher's interference. So, yeah, anyway, that's the Sonny Gray trade. We know everyone kind of knows that story. He was good in 2017 down the stretch uh, decently. The ERA is bad. 2018, it was, I've never seen just a total acceptance from both sides. This is not working out. I don't, I'm not enjoying this. You're not enjoying this. If Matt Blake was around, if the clubhouse was different, I don't know who, who knows, but... The spider web of this is that they traded Sonny Gray the remain the remaining year,
2: yeah, the the final year of it. He was on the team all twenty eighteen. So they're
1: not trading from a position of strength here. They're getting rid of a guy because they've publicly said we're trading this guy, and he's only got one year on his contract. They trade him to the Reds for Shed Long Junior, and a twenty nineteen competitive balance pick. I found.
2: Yeah, that became T.J. Sickema. Yep, who. Was flipped for Benintendi.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So TJ Sickema got us Benintendi? Yes. So, so Ben There are other players in there, but if Benintendi, I think Ben like got the hurt, Ben Benintendi didn't get hurt and balled out this postseason and signed an extension, we'd be like, well, shit, Sonny Gray led to Ben but it didn't. Yeah, uh, he were, got hurt. There
2: were some other pieces there too, but. Uh, Sycamore was the big one for Benny and
1: Shedlong Junior. They flipped to,
2: they immediately flipped him for Josh Stowers. Oh because yeah. he was Yankee for twelve minutes. Yes, um, but they didn't make it just actually a three way trade. It was two, just two different trades.
1: Yes, I do remember that now. And Josh Stowers is Stowers is still with the Yankee? No, he's with Texas now.
2: He, oh, he, they traded him for Roogie.
1: <laughs> oh, my God! This is an awful spider web. <laughs> I feel absolutely trapped,
2: yeah, and we're gonna, and that gets you Spiderweb's
1: worse than the initial trade
2: it It really hasn't been no part of it's been a win. there's other, no winning here nobody, I mean if you want that one
1: that one start if the Yankees go on to the World Series, you look at that one start where Sonny pitched well, and you say that was a win, but uh overall, the trade is just like um a wash you can't know a guy's personal makeup incredibly well to know he's not going to fit you can try your best to do that although the yankees have had trouble with this in, in the future so I, I don't know what do you what do you got on this right now just it's just kind of like a bad
2: wash it just leans. it, it didn't work out for anybody i don't I, the yankees are fortunate that i don't think they regret yeah read any of the pieces they traded away it uh, They it, it didn't get burned by it
1: yeah, uh, yeah, I guess that's the one thing. That...
2: Asset allocation, yeah, it didn't work out great. But at the time, how are you gonna know Sonny was gonna work out that way? It was
1: and he was the only option, really. That deadline, really like the only he option. You needed to go get Sonny. Be
2: th- three postseasons of control left on him. So you had to make a big trade to do it. Yeah, and he was young. Like there was going into it, there was no reason to think it wasn't gonna work out.
1: It's true. But All right, you have let... to
2: go back one. Another one that was before this on the page below, because there's a big White Sox trade from 2017.
1: Oh, that's where all the other trades are. I thought I was at the last of the trades. The White Sox trade worked out, it was a win, right? So, the big the big surprising trade way before, two weeks before the deadline in 2017, sorry, I went out of the chronological order. It's
2: fine. These are the two from 2017 that really got to be talked about.
1: Yep. Um... The Tyler Webb for Cooper trade is also funny, but yeah. we don't need to talk we'll about that. We'll circle
2: back on that when they trade Cooper later. Yeah.
1: So, Todd Frazier, David Robertson, Tommy Canely, uh come to the Yankees. Canely's the big get here because he had 17, 18, 19, 20. He had three and a half years of control on him, and he was balling out with the White Sox. D-Rob had 2017 and 2018 mm-hmm. of control. Yeah. Yes. So he had two years. Tommy had three and a half, one and a half, three and a half. Todd was a rental.
2: But he was the biggest name in the trade. Yeah, people so thought. So known as yeah. the Todd Frazier trade. Because
1: as you know, they were, it was really the Tommy Canley trade, but they they were hurting for first baseman. Chris Carter was there. Joe Girardi publicly said, I can only play who they give me. And kind of the reason there was a big rift there is he literally outed Cashman. It's like, yeah. oh, who else? There's no one else. They tried G-Man Bird Choi for a little hurt. bit. Bird was hurt. He played on a broken bone the first month. They didn't know how to fix it. They they traded for Coop. He got a couple starts there. Did all this stuff. Finally get Todd Frazier. Is he going to play third? No, Chase is going to move the first. They're going to be on the corners. The bullpen was falling apart. I was losing my damn mind about Tyler Clippard and um some of the other bullpen pieces. They get bullpen help because remember they were like having a real bad um August, right?
2: Yeah. Okay, so it was July. Or July. I don't know. This trade happens July eighteenth. So, so they, they were hurt and Clipper. I think had a good start to the year and yeah, and then it fell apart. So I don't know. the numbers probably look all right on him going into that.
1: Clippard leaves. Blake Rutherford leaves. He was a big deal. Um,
2: he was their number one. He was their t- first round pick the year before.
1: Yes, and was he a top prospect at all? I and mean, any I don't think so, because he was so young. No, he was number fortieth.
2: Yeah, he was he was pretty well regarded. He was the Yankees. I remember when they drafted him, the story was like he was going to go to college basically unless the Yankees picked him and obviously give him a good bonus and all that. I mean, that. that stinks. So
1: they picked him and then traded him right away. Yeah, so I
2: remember I felt pretty bad about that. It was like, it was like one I, of the first time I sort of followed a draft. Um, it's like,
1: fuck, should have just went to college. Yeah. Uh-huh. That stinks.
2: <laughs> Ian Clark and also Yankees first round pick. Not too far before that goes there. He was drafted same year as Judge. Um, Tito Polo.
1: Clarkin out. was a name that some people were upset about, but yeah. not really. What he was, did? What's he Rutherford?
2: Left-handed and, but he had gotten hurt a bunch.
1: Rutherford made his debut with the Sox recently, right?
2: I don't think no. He's, made he's just it. in AAA. I think he and Clarkin both haven't haven't made the show yet.
1: Rutherford is twenty-five years old. Judge was older around that age when he broke out, and he had a good ish year. If he's what position is he playing? If he's playing center field, his numbers in triple a are good. But anyway, none of that hurts us. This trade was a huge win. Robertson was awesome down the stretch in 2017. Uh I believe he pitched well in 2018 as well. Twenty uh Kainley, besides a, a weird 2018, he was key in 2017, 2019. They they brought him back. He turned down more money from Boston this offseason to come to the Yankees because he enjoyed his time here. Love Tommy Canley, And Todd Frazier's numbers aren't going to blow you away because he was like a a big-time power uh, over-average guy, and people couldn't fathom that. But what he did for the clubhouse and the environment and... Um, how like I mean you would watch those playoff games and it, it felt like he was the captain of the team and he was there for a month
2: he was like the heart and soul guy down the stretch of of that team yeah besides like like Aaron Judge's rookie year is its own thing
1: but yeah like,
2: Of among the position players Todd Frazier was like the heart and you soul. could tell
1: me B- Rutherford has um, a Caprellian type career like he's like uh, a plus at uh, a plus guy for the White Sox the last two seasons. I'd still consider this a huge win of a trade for the Yankees. Yeah. I know we didn't win the World Series, but the value they got back from these guys and all, like Cainley and Todd, were huge clubhouse guys for a while. CC rags, uh brags about that, like or just like you know talks about a lot. So I like that a lot. That's a good one. Um, I
2: think that. Might be about it for twenty seventeen, trying to give a quick glance. Just a
1: quick note, uh the Michael King trade. Oh, that is they, after this they season. They traded for Garrett Cooper and they flipped Cooper to the Marlins after this season with Caleb Smith, who made his debut with the Yankees.
2: I think because they needed both forty man spots. Beat, it, it was just to clear
1: the forty man spots for future moves. And they got John Carlos or they got Michael King back. That's another plus trade. Um we saw what King's become. It was lighting up minors and hopefully. I think King needs to have a really good this season to really make it a plus trade. Make
2: it for sure a win just cuz Cooper's been Cooper's been a like guy a for the Marlins. the Marlins. Yeah. All-star last year. And Caleb
1: Smith had a good 2020 but that was with the D-backs. They had They flipped him. They flipped him.
2: They, they were able to flip him for Starling Marte and that team yeah. won won the wild card series. So So but I, that is
1: a good trade grabbing <clears throat> King um because at that point you're you just need a clear 40-man roster and you need to get Cooper and Smith off just And then for a minor league roster spots. Yeah. And you just go find some, and they got, they found King. So that's a really good find. By That's
2: what those November trades are about. And they, they got lucky that Mike King turned out to be Mike King. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's see the next one that I want to talk about. Brandon Drury trade again. I think some people, um, well, no, they gave up Nick Solak. It was Brandon Drury and Tyler Widener coming to the Yankees on February 20th and Tampa Bay, was a three-way trade. Tampa Bay sent Souza to the Diamondbacks, and then Tampa got from the Yankees. Nick Solak was the headliner, right?
2: Yeah, he was at the time like the he's like the prospect the Yankees traded for him. Who hey, he's a, a major leaguer. He doesn't the he doesn't play like a full season's workload outside of twenty twenty one. He got a buck twenty seven games. Yeah, got a pedal that April and talking base. I remember
1: that. Yeah, yeah that
2: was cool. Uh, he, so you, the offense is a little under underwhelming to say the least, and he sort of doesn't have a position. Like I don't think they regret this, but he was at least an organizational top five, ten prospect.
1: Man, this trade—I don't—we can't spend too much time on. I don't think, but it's just such a no. bizarre, bizarre trade because Brandon Drury looked like a ball player, and I mean, was playing pretty well early on in that 2018 season, but he only played five games. Those I,
2: first five, like he—he he was not bad.
1: Uh, yeah, again, five games. But then he, if anyone doesn't remember the story, he said he has suffers from blurry vision because he gets migraines. Um, really get blurry vision. Uh, he gets migraines that give him blurry vision and like temporary blindness or just really blurred vision, um, which hurt him a lot. So after eight games. He went on the IL, had surgery on, like, stems or shit behind his neck to fix it, and in that time, Andujar comes up and just finishes second in rookie of the year, doubles galore, hits everything.
2: 27 homers. 27
1: homers, yeah, uh, and really just stole the job from Drury to the point where Drury was trapped in the minor yeah. leagues, he like kept winning, like international league player of the month down there.
2: Yeah, he like was named an all star in there, and he like he made the minor he league like didn't go made the
1: minor league all star team, and he was like, guys, I'm not a minor leaguer though, so that's where this whole thing is kind of yeah. fucked. It's
2: because I've been on a two month long rehab assignment because they don't know what to do with me right now.
1: Yeah, oh my god, that sucked for him, man. If I go like find his minor league game log. Hmm. It's got to
2: be. He's he's hit quite a bit over the last several years, but this year like fully came together. I I guess his overall numbers haven't been great. This year, it all fully came together for for Cincy, and then flipped to the Padres at the deadline. And so happy for Drury. He got he got a little two year deal from the Angels.
1: Now the the only question I have is if Andy hard are the Yankees in a better spot in the future. If Andujar doesn't ball out, hmm. and Drury is welcome back onto the team, and he's now utility guy and able to grow through that contract, like because Anduar hasn't replicated that season at all. How much no. did him having that season in twenty eighteen hmm. have a bad ripple effect?
2: Was that avarex
1: Yeah, was that Avarex
2: He hit so much that that year that I I feel like we can't say that, and he. He gets hurt and Gio takes his place. Kind of same thing happens to him. You're right. So so I th- I think I'd take what Gio gave us, even though we ended up trading him for not a great trade. But uh,
1: I don't know. This is like another, what do you do with this one? You know, this Brandon Drury trade. I don't even know how you, yeah. how Reiner, you figure out. I
2: think is pitching Ooh. in the show now. Colin Pochet. I guess. I didn't know he came from the Yankees Apparently came from the Yankees and of things. So he was a throw in reliever. He's on the race. Really? Good.
1: I don't know that either. Who yeah. did we get for Blue Jays? That was the like the
2: surprise. Jay Hap. We got Hap. Is uh, him and Billy McKinney. Billy McKinney also back.
1: Hap was also amazing down the stretch after we traded for him. Yeah. Went like
2: let's do the J Hap trade now. We're moving on to that. He went like ten
1: and zero or something.
2: <clears throat> yeah, he was amazing down the stretch era every september with the yankees he was great september haps were
1: absolutely um, kind of crumbled in that one postseason game in fenway he was like visibly shaking i wonder yeah, if we're ever gonna like get lasting a lasting memory of we're ever gonna get a backstory on that like he was like had the had the shits or something
2: yeah i mean so his first like, 10 man.
1: games two three four era damn he was the yeah, game one got, starter right
2: game one starter like his, he got kind of lit up in that last tune-up start at Boston, which maybe that was foreshadowing. But before, yeah, before that, those ten starts were really good.
1: And Billy McKinney was part of this trade, and now he's back with the Yankees. And Drury just got picked up by the Angels. Um, and then they re-sign Hap. I guess we're just doing trade. If you're just doing the trade of Hap, that trade worked. That was a, that was a win. McKinney hasn't uh, gone on to hurt us there. Drury took a little bit to go on to be a guy, yeah, like and it was kind of like in his last year.
2: He yeah, was decent was, with the he, Mets. He like just hit free agency. Yeah. now. and
1: so the signing of Hap is one thing because you had other options. The trading of Hap, I think you're all right with it. And even in afterwards, it's it's kind yeah. of okay.
2: Trade, no regrets. Hap, the Hap part was it was good there. Hap is like a different conversation because he was like he's like the only time since whenever the Yankees have done like a multi-year deal for not a stud pitcher. Yeah. They sign guys on one-year deals a lot, or they sign like the best pitcher on the market, like Tanaka or CC going back more Garrett Cole. Rodan. Yeah. So the Yankees are have weird. That was, he's like the one exception to what they've like done in free agency with starting pitchers.
1: They were going for it. Yeah. They liked the value. They I thought guess. he was They should going to be reliable. It was him or Lynn, and they should have went Lynn.
2: Yeah. They signed for, like, the same deal that winter meetings. Yeah. Three for 30, basically.
1: I like... I've yeah, got more, I think. I like this one. I remember Jake Cave just... It was, like, a Rule 5 or a 40-man spot March 16th before spring training. Yeah. They traded Cave to the Twins, and they got in return Luis Heel and no one knew anything about him. And now when he gets healthy, I, I, we're excited about Heal. Like, he yeah, pitched. He's got electric stuff. Electric stuff. He pitched well. So, it's not a win yet, but it's potentially there because Cave, I don't think he's on the team right now. He was a helper. He was a fourth outfielder for the Twins for a while and, and had some pop and, and like, a good moments. But He's a,
2: he's a useful player for, for teams. But, yeah, the Yankees win, win that one just by having Heal if he comes back and does anything. Yeah, but he—he'll seems like he'll at least be a guy who can outstuff guys in a in a bullpen if he can't handle a starter's workload. But
1: yeah, yeah
2: you take that.
1: Okay, let's move to twenty nineteen. The first trade we got was for uh, Zach Britton.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's still twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. There were yes.
1: Sorry. Were,
2: for people yeah. at home,
1: i scrolled up the page, so I thought that was the next, but that's just me being dumb.
2: Yeah, it was a we couldn't figure out the best way to break up this the, 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 the doc. Because otherwise then you're just on a, then you're going back and forth on the page yeah, pages no, for the list of trades.
1: So they got Britain for Cody Carroll, Josh Rogers, and Dylan Tate. It was a year and a half of Britain? Or is it mm-hmm. just half a season?
2: He was just the rental year and then he liked being a Yankee so much that, signed. that they signed him for three more years. Uh,
1: Dylan Tate uh, has been with the Orioles and he's been getting relief outings and, and innings out of the bullpen.
2: He gets about as high leverage, like setup innings as the Orioles give out the last couple years. This year, different, but.
1: Yeah, and all of these guys that they traded for Britain were, were Rule Five guys. They were.
2: They were all going to have to be protected after the season.
1: Yeah, and they weren't going to protect him. So I, that's a that's a fine trade. Britain was really bad in August, and they knew that. They said that. They said uh, he's still, he's still recovering, recovering from it. So August is going to be hard, and he was absolutely lights out in September, and then um, in the postseason kind of wore out. Or, no, they just lost in the postseason that year. Uh, Luke Voigt for Chase and Shreve. That was a pretty win of a trade at the time. Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, Shreve was also out of options and like it was about to get a DFA The a push was coming to shove. They got Voigt, who was just stashed in the Cardinals system. And yeah, he, then was he became a stud. Like he was like our guy for a while.
2: The other, the part that's interesting that in one of the contenders for guys Yankees maybe missed the most is Giovanni Gallegos, who had, Fierce is like a dominant reliever for the Cardinals, it's like their best reliever. Look at that baseball reference. Yeah, like everyone thought he saves. was an afterthought. And he yeah, is he, like. He was he, a throw in in that trade. He's basically. like
1: the Canely of the trade from the White Sox. Like, no, Gallegos is the guy we actually wanted. Not that
2: they wanted. They were doing us a favor by taking Shreve, Yankees. And and Voight was a throw in for the Yankees, too. They were trading for the international bonus money.
1: Man, Voight had some real good months and seasons for the Yankees.
2: Whenever he wasn't actively hurt, he yeah. hit.
1: Defense, He's still a free agent right now. The defense isn't there like you wanted that to be better and, you, and the yeah. speed and all that. I, I never felt burned by his defense. Yeah, but imagine like, IKF in him.
2: Oh yeah, no, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a good pairing for other guys. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh all right, should we move on and and kind of just hit the big ones as we go now? I think so. If There's a small one that I see. I'll just throw it out there but it, the next big one, unless I mess this up again, is Paxton.
2: That's that's the big one that needs a breakdown, yeah.
1: Yankees acquired James Paxton for two years. So this was an off-season trade. So two full years of Paxton. And they traded Justice Sheffield, Eric Swanson, and Dom Thompson-Williams. I don't remember that name. Sheffield was the big get here. But Swanson was in a small one. I mean, he was... I believe he was um had bumped up in quality in the minors that year and had uh, kind of lifted his I don't know where he ranked. Do we have that? But
2: uh we were he was Entering 2018, he was the number 39 prospect in baseball, just as Sheffield we're talking about.
1: Sheffield was 39, but I'm saying Swanson was kind oh, of sneaky oh. good. Swanson in 2018 started in A-ball and ended in triple A before the trade. So they saw that he was throwing well and just this, this rushed. Is just like his minor league breakout. Yeah, his minor league sure. breakout, and they capitalized on that, and they sent um, him and Sheffield, those are the main two, for Paxton. It was two years of James Paxton – he came with kind of the ons and offs of James Paxton and some injury stuff, which was the the biggest concern going in was like mm-hmm. the health with Paxton. I, I still remember that playoff start, um, him telling Boone like, "Get off the mound, like let me finish this."
2: Yeah, that was oh, that was a great
1: story. Um, Game Five against Houston, six innings pitched, one earned run, nine strikeouts. Like, you know, that's a moment that I will that I can enjoy. The injuries were, were not great. I remember Jake a lot talking Paxton shit sandwich. It was like a bad March mm-hmm. and a bad September, and
2: he'd he'd have like six weeks or six starts like bad in a row.
1: The bread was tasty. The middle was bad, is what yes. Jake would say.
2: He started off so good, and he got hurt early in that first year, right? And then had that like just terrible July, and then after the deadline when they didn't trade for anybody else, it was like. Oh, and then he figures it out so that, yeah and then he had a good August oh man <laughs> that, that, that nice.
1: July was not good June and July were really bad um but but Sheffield hasn't hasn't been anything we regret getting rid of he got, he got DFA'd. yeah a few weeks ago so could you have gotten no you wanted Paxton what you gave away didn't burn you
2: yeah we were we were saying at the time Justice Sheffield's absolute peak is but James Paxton should be these next two years.
1: Absolute pick. People did not think highly of Justice Sheffield outside of the Yankees hype propaganda. And uh, the one thought you can have, which is it's tough to grade trades in this way because it's like, well, okay, if they're getting, if they're giving Justice Paxton and Swanson away and they, was there a better two-year pitcher available mm-hmm. in baseball? Was there a three-year pitcher available in baseball yeah, you can, but you can I, play that
2: game forever. But I truly
1: don't think so. I don't think there were a lot of buyers. That was a lot of the rumors at the time that there was not a lot of buyers on Sheffield. Yeah.
2: And they were able to get this deal done pretty early in the off season and move on.
1: Yeah. So that's just, uh, it's like um, a a wash. If not, I, I still would have, you just hope for better health out of Paxton, but he yeah. did have injury concerns.
2: I, I think on the whole, if you're doing who won this trade, the Yankees at least lost less. I think Paxton gave you enough good.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Where, where Sheffield, I I think he put together a weirdly decent, like half season for the Mariners at one point, but that fell apart. Like it, it worked, it worked out for the Yankees. I I think more than the Mariners. Other Swanson did, he became a reliable reliever and they flipped him for Teoscar this year. So.
1: Yeah, they might've won there. I don't think they're, I don't think they're upset. They weren't, their window wasn't in that James Paxton, but from their mind, Paxton probably had a lot of buyers. Could they have gotten better than Sheffield? And so yeah, on. Probably somebody could've. who
2: is rumored, at least they would could have gotten the guy who's supposed to be a starter that works that better than Sheffield. But
1: Yeah. All right. Well, is that the end of. Or wait, let's see. I'm scrolling up. We got the Cameron Mayman cash considerations. That was a hell of a trade. Hmm. Uh, Mike Talkman for Philip Deal. That was a hell of a trade. They they do really well. I think I scrolled too far down on the margins.
2: Yeah, the margins, they've been good.
1: You know, getting uh, Urshela for nothing. That was another, like the if small a ones. Cash trade. The Yankees have, they don't get burned that bad on the big ones and what they give away. And on the small ones, they kind of win.
2: They win it, at it a
1: significant like. rate. Like Voight for, uh, Gagos was, they gave away. That's the first kind of burn, right? be nice yeah. to have Gallegos instead but, of...
2: But they got more out of Voight. They got then. a lot out of Voight. And they, like, it, okay, Garrett Cooper's been good. They had Voight for those years, and he was better. Like uh, Cooper's like a B version of Voight at his best. Yeah. So I don't think they miss him. Gallegos, they still get more value out of Voight. I think they would have liked to have him just years of control. Gallegos is a is the biggest. Yeah, regret. Just, yeah,
1: all that control and that that arm. Um, all right, I'm scrolling up, That's like more. a Both
2: teams one situation, Yanks cards. The
1: next like kind of name I can find is Juan Fenn.
2: His name just pops up.
1: Well, Edwin Encarnacion. It was a June trade. The Yankees wanted a DH. They um. They didn't want to rely on Clint, I believe. Yes. Believe this was a yeah that one. It was one of
2: the real like out of nowhere. Hicks or
1: Stan got hurt, right? An outfielder got hurt.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, they just had like Kendrick Morales, who (laughs) that didn't work out. Like they some
1: people's favorite award I've ever given out is Kendrick (laughs) Morales wanted on this show. I think it's like uh, stop sucking, you suck bag.
2: That rings a bell,
1: or something like that. That rings a bell. (laughs) We're in 2019 right now. We're in
2: twenty nineteen right now. Who got hurt? It was one of those real out of nowhere ones because I think like Stanton was either close to coming back from an injury. I mean, he was in and out of the lineup all year.
1: Yes. So, okay, like, so Stan wasn't around then at all. Encarnacion. Jake loved Encarnacion. I mean, he was fun when he was fun. Yeah, then his, he got
2: hurt. He was oh for the first like two weeks as a Yankee. So if you butter knife that out, his regular season was great and then he breaks his wrist, so
1: so they had Clint DHing Morales DHing. Um I believe I believe there was a big aspect of this was not wanting uh Clint who I think was hitting okay.
2: Yeah, was this? Did it happen like around that like awful Red Sox inning too? I feel like I remember it being around that time of year. Mm. When he had that Sunday night baseball. I think that was it, was. it was around that time of year, I think.
1: Maybe. Don't be wrong. That?
2: This was a this was a, a big surprise, too, because it was June. Like a big, like a trade for a, a real guy wasn't really on the radar. Um, yes. Yes. And you expect Edwin to have to DH a lot. And I was like, well, but they have Stanton. Edwin played a decent amount of first base too.
1: Sunday, Red Sox game, 8-5. to five, The Red Sox won. Is that the Clint game?
2: I think it's got to be the Clint
1: game. Um, single to right field, single to right field. Single to right field, triple to right field.
2: It's like, it Looks like it was about a week or two later. But
1: yeah, yeah, but but I mean they had they got they didn't the train. want to rely on it. I mean, I mean, you can reflect on it now. That wasn't a small deal. Like the way Clint handled that, they
2: yeah, because he like didn't talk to the media, they didn't talk to after. media,
1: and then they were like, and I think. We've seen more insight into that at the time, yeah. which we had. We've heard we had then, and and people We've were heard. like, "Why do you guys so mean?" It's like, dude, they don't.
2: We had then, and since then, I think it's come out that that incident was like the Yankees had never been more mad at a player than when Clint like wouldn't talk to the media that day. Yeah, well, it was all everything Just around everything. it, everything around
1: it, and that's that's why this June trade happened. It was it was to get Clint oh, back does, to Triple A. Clint,
2: yeah, Clint got sent down right after too.
1: And right. he and, and he thought like, someone else should have got he thought Talkman was gonna get sent down or or, or someone else or whatever. Like, yeah. And yeah, but that that Encarnacion trade was mostly to just get Clint out of there. Yeah. Um subjectively, I guess. I'm not cashman. I'm not can I'm not gonna be able can't, to say can't
2: say for sure, but And um, then what else do we have? One of the other ones, this is going back a little bit but in that twenty seven after twenty nineteen, is there any during the season that I'm missing that we should hit? Um
1: not really. That was the year they didn't make any deadline moves. Yeah. The only they deadline had,
2: move they tra- did was trade away Joe Harvey.
1: Yeah. They had Wheeler, right? Um, I believe they had Wheeler yeah. and it fell apart at the end. Um, they had a Wheeler trade ready with the Mets. It fell apart at the end because of um, physicals on one side and then it never, and yeah,
2: then they never hopes. had a backup. Yeah, they couldn't couldn't figure anything out, and then Astros has got cranky all time talking baseball clip on like episode oh, six. Um,
1: damn, that sucked.
2: Yeah, but after the season, this is one of the ones that mate that you can say they got burned on JP Fireyzen. They needed his roster spot. They just dump him to Milwaukee. He's since broken out with and the he
1: Rays. just got engaged. I think before that happened. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, that's a, that's one that. Fire Eisen became a stud, and they had to get rid of him. Yeah. Their bullpen was, was so full. You know what I mean?
2: They, and they have always they always just like – some new guy breaks out every year for the Yankees. They build, they build bullpens on the fly better than anybody, so it's hard to say they're mad about almost yeah. any bullpen guy. Gallegos, there's just a lot of years of control on him.
1: Yeah. All right, we got – let's see. I got like 10 minutes yeah. left before I got to run, but let's do
2: – We got to read something.
1: Oh. This one is brought to you by Roman. If you're suffering from hair loss, then head to Roman. Just go to roco slash John Boy today. That's ro.co slash John Boy for 20% off. Roman offers clinically proven medication to help treat hair loss, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Roman offers both prescription medication and over-the-counter treatments. Research shows that around 80% of men who use prescription hair loss treatment had no further hair loss after two years. Getting started is simple. Complete a free online visit, then a U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Roman then ships it directly to you in a discreet package with free two-day shipping. The whole process is super straightforward and discreet, so go to r.o.c.o johnboy for 20%. Off. Thank you very much. Tyone trade was a big one. No trades in 2020 because of pandemic.
2: Yeah, the very, very few happen.
1: So the next one is Jameson Tyone. Uh, Pittsburgh acquires Miggy Yahoo and Ronzi Contreras. Those are the two names, right? And mm-hmm. they're still pitching for the Pirates, but that doesn't mean they burned us because... Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of people have been playing for the Pirates that
2: Ron Ronzi which we, which I believe is how it's pronounced now. Not now nice. it all, Rowan, always was Ronzi. Uh he's he's pretty good for the for the Pirates this past year. He's still pretty young. So he, there's a chance that I guess they get burned if he's like a stud stud. I think yeah. he had some fans at the time, but he
1: Yeah, his game log is all right.
2: Yeah, it's it's not nothing amazing if he builds on that. Like, he's 23 years old and has pretty True. Many, less than a year of service time under his belt.
1: Um, Miguel Yajore also broke camp with them. Some MLB time for him. Don't look at I mean, I like Miggy Rahu. I liked when we saw him spring the one time. Don't go look at that baseball reference. It's not fun. Fun name. Um, You know, and for... Tyone, uh, I believe this was a winning trade. You got two years of him. He not every pitcher is going to be a, a top of the line pitcher, but with what Tyone did with the Yankees, he went on to get a big contract. So that means he upped his value and mm. was and played into money while a Yankee. So again, we didn't get the end results, and he was never going to be a true ERA or ERA like King. Yeah, got a pitcher
2: just, of the month. Yeah, no. but
1: he just had really good stretches um
2: yeah, he could put together six weeks that are just so good and, and on the whole for over a full season doesn't get blown up a lot just just very reliable
1: yeah um had a decent enough start versus houston last last postseason in um game what was, i don't know what game that was game one and then they kind of pulled him the walks weren't great only one earned run uh that's that's a like you like you said if if Rowanzi comes out to be a stud, then you're like, Ugh. but I, I like you still. Tyone you did more for us than Paxton. Reliable. Tyone did more for us for Paxton, right? And yeah,
2: yeah, still two very reliable years out of out of him. Stayed as healthy as JMO stayed in any year of his career. He's pretty good for for the Yanks in that way.
1: Find me the full Talkman spider web because how do the Yankees <laughs> acquire a deal? Because they go deal for Talkman. They ring Talkman for everything they could possibly get out of him. I mean, he was like an, an amazing player in 2019, and then they flip him for Wandy Peralta, who just pitched in every single game of the ALDS, all five, and was like one of our most trusted guys, also a character. Like, that's just a, if they ever flip Wandy because he's got half a year left for someone, that dude's going to be a stud. That chain of yeah. trades is just like climbing a ladder of flip. awesomeness.
2: Philip Deal was a 27th round pick by the Yankees. They flip him for Talkman. He was amazing 2019 fourth outfielder 2020 and then yeah, flip him for Wandy. That's, that's as as good a sequence as you can get. Yeah. The other trade around this time we should mention, we don't got to linger on, but they they salary dumped out Vino. Yeah. That's one that's like he was he's still good now. Just got a 2-year deal from the Mets. He's Good player, trying, but they, they trying, made their intentions with that trade very clear. Trying to get under. That and was it, silly. It was a key part in getting them under. I disagree with the philosophy behind that move, but it, they did exactly what they wanted there. And the guy they threw in as the sweetener for Otto, yeah, I, they DFA'd him. So. Yeah.
1: Nah. The next winner is Clay Holmes. And there were some people upset about this because Park had played his value up. Uh, and now he's been DFA'd or traded by the Pirates, DFA'd by the Red Sox. But he
2: he, had, got, he got DFA'd a million times. This he off had one season. good
1: se- one good season in AAA, and the Yankees used that. They also Diego Castillo went for Clay Holmes. That's been a win of a trade. Mm-hmm. This Texas trade, I think, is going to be the biggest loser that we have. With um,
2: it's got a chance if any of these guys, any of these
1: chances, have to be a the stinging loser. Uh, the Yankees acquire Gallo and Joey Rodriguez. That's so tough. Texas acquires Glenn Otto, Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith, and Trevor Halver. And, I mean, Josh Smith is supposed to be a guy, right? Yeah, I mean, all, uh, all those
2: guys, I think besides Hover, have debuted at least. Otto's, like, just depth right now. Josh Smith, I think, has the highest ceiling of the crew. Uh, Duran is a bench guy on their roster to open this year.
1: And, and Gallo... Um... You know, from everything I've heard, and didn't want to be a Yankee, was upset, knew he wouldn't enjoy playing in New York before the trade even ha- happened. Um Yankees did some scouting and said, hey, Odor, Rugned, you think Gallo will enjoy it here? And he said, yes. And they pulled the trigger on that. Um and was Alley was, was great against lefties, but couldn't get righties out, and they flipped him. Uh,
2: he's, a, he's like a left-on-left, left, like pretty good option, but with the three-batter minimum rule.
1: They it's flipped not, him for Castro. Yeah, there's
2: not, there's just not a lot of room for that. Uh, yeah, they flip him for Castro. And trading away Gallo, I guess they did pretty good value-wise. Clayton Beater was good down the stretch in the minors last year. We'll see.
1: Yeah, he's I a, guess so. He's a
2: top-ten-ish Yankee prospect, which when you're trading a guy that was doing nothing.
1: That might be a tough one. I might have liked that trade at the time too, the Gallo one. I don't know if I was in love with it. I, I they, would have to go re- watch it because I remember after watching him at the end of 2021 not thinking he was going to be good in 2022. Mm-hmm. I was pretty much like, I don't, I'm very suspect of the way he plays and I don't think it fits, but that is, might be a stinger.
2: This is like the Yankees. Like what their like kind of philosophy in trades is, it shows that they opted for for like mid tier prospects. They didn't give up any of their top guys. Yeah, they're, they're banking on not getting completely, completely burned by one. The, the Yankees like to do quantity over quality in their trades, I guess. Um, but this one is a, definitely has a chance to be the worst of the bunch. Yeah, but but we're getting to a point now with this and trades moving forward that it's all. It's too. It's, it's little, too early it's to recent. say for sure, anyway.
1: Yeah, we can quickly go through Rizzo for two. Um, Kevin Alcantara and Alexander Viscaeno, but that led to Rizzo being around, so that's yeah. fine.
2: Rizzo, you don't regret Al- Al- Alcantara. Al- Alcantara, he's a top five prospect for the Cubs, so maybe he's good. Mm. They gave him up for so the Cubs, for in exchange for the Cubs to give him to pay Rizzo's salary. Mm. So that's like you could have just paid. Yeah, there's a salary and not had to give up a guy, but
1: they got I half love having Rivers though. So yeah, they got half a season of Andrew Heaney. Uh, Jansen Junk made his debut with the Angels. He went to the Angels from the Yankees. He had a fun name and kind of played well in the minors before that. Uh, but Heaney did not work out. But there's no loss there. It was so quick. Mm. And then you know what? We have the 2022 trades, but for the sake of time and because we don't fully know the end of results of these, I, I'm going to end here. Yeah, no, it's too um, early to say for too sure. Too early, maybe. but we can review them. So, I think that Gallo one might be the only one that like is a super stingy with how much they gave up. Just um, how
2: how how bad he's been. Yeah. I mean, There's the only I mean, it was a whole
1: thing, man. It was a distraction. Uh, apparently it was it got to be a distraction in the clubhouse with just like he 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 didn't enjoy it he he was he was excited to pack his bags like i don't know it just seemed like it's a miss it. um i remember we had poked around and heard like though no, like he's not going to enjoy new york he's talked about that and i don't know how the yankees didn't poke around to find that out
2: get that scouting report
1: the only one supposedly an awesome very funny awesome guy
2: like one of the underrated funny like everything we heard from players on the team they like yeah personally i like yeah. him a lot and he's one of the funnier guys on the yeah. team not playing well enough to be allowed to be funny yeah the only one moving forward that that it's still too early to say for sure. I and guess, this one but. is brought
1: to you by NASCAR. The mm-hmm. biggest race of the NASCAR season is coming up on February nineteenth, the day after my birthday and the day after Jake's wedding anniversary. It's the day Sunday. This Sunday, the Daytona 500, also known as the Great American Race. That's a great nickname. This is the one that every driver wants to win. If you've never seen it, the event is unreal. 100,000 plus fans all on the edge of their seats witnessing the stars of the NASCAR Cup Series battling for position on the massive super speedway at 200 miles per hour with cars just inches away from each other. If a driver wins this race, they'll forever, forever be called a Daytona Daytona five hundred champion and etch their name in the history books. And this year's even more special since it's the official kickoff of NASCAR's seventy fifth anniversary. We've got some people from John Boy Media going, playing whiff ball in the middle of the infield, making videos, hanging out.
2: Talking giants crews going. Talking so giant yeah. So just if you've all never checked the content che- we're gonna put out from there, check out that and, then and if, if you've, check you've never out checked out, out
1: NASCAR, check it out. Pack, park yourself on the couch for the afternoon and tune into Daytona 500 on Sunday, February nineteenth, two thirty p.m. Eastern Fox. The trade is the Twins one. I'm guessing you're saying.
2: Yeah, I'm, it's very soon. I guess we don't know for sure, and and we'll see what the Yankees prospect Gary's already not on the
1: Twins. Geo's not on the Twins anymore. Yankees yeah. still have Donaldson and IKF, and we'll see what happens yeah. there. But it's
2: kind of what the Yankees got is worse is worse than what they gave up. But yeah. Gio's an extra infielder on the it's game. It's definitely not a win right now. Not a win. And they're playing. The money. I, I cast a stopgap, but not a stopgap. We can't do that Yeah, yet. all right. Yeah, I got to go. PPP's at the end of the week.
1: Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. We'll be back later. Jake and I are in St. Lucia. Uh, go Yanks. Tell them, Grams.
0: Go Yankees.